Lake Forest Podcast is supported by viewers, listeners, and businesses just like you. Looking for the best pool supplies? Look no further than Doheny's Pool Supplies. With a history dating back to 1967, this family-owned business offers everything families need to keep their pools clean and sparkling from chemicals to equipment. Plus, customers enjoy free shipping on all orders. Visit Doheny's Pool Supplies today at Doheny.com, D-O-H-E-N-Y.com to learn more. Forest Bluff Real Estate Team serves Illinois, Wisconsin, Lake Forest, and Lake Bluff. John Josephitis, Laura Lee Van Fleet, and of course, Michelle Parnell. Get a free market analysis now at forestbluffrealestate.com. For the best cannabis in the world, look no further than Iliad Epic Grow. Owned by Lake Bluff's own Rich Ruzich, they are a cannabis cultivation center focusing on hard-to-find small-batch products that will delight both the occasional user and Ganjier. When visiting Michigan, ask for it by name, Epic Products, exceptional process. For more information, email info at iliadgrow.com. Havy Communications has been helping first responders arrive safely since 1983. It's owned by Lake Forest owned Mike Havy. Check them out at havycommunications.com. We'd also like to say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters. Otto, John C., Helen, and Herrick. Gentlemen. Good morning. Or good afternoon. Uh, morning for me. <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, your Diamondbacks are... Uh... Life support there. Yeah, yeah, that was um, unfortunately. Well, I can't do it against Kyle Schwarber. You know, I mean, it wasn't his fault. The well, there. I, I had it wrong last week. I said the Atlanta Braves were going all the way. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Morgan Wallen's song is coming back. It's it's very. 98 Braves. Yeah. 23 Braves. In fact, there's some, there's like two or three. Uh, Spoofs of it online if you search around. But yeah, the, the Phillies look great. Yeah, Phillies, Phillies do look great. The uh, Texas yeah. Rangers look great. Of course, by the time the show airs, the whole thing could turn around. You know, we prefer this on Wednesday, it drops on Saturday, so maybe we should stop talking about sports when. Uh, yeah, wait, because you don't know what's going next. Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, hopefully the Diamondbacks come back to Arizona here and will uh, recover uh, their mojo. They need to get their mojo going. Whoever watches baseball still. I, uh, I, I, I do still, yes. I do. I love baseball. Yeah, me too. We need to get that NPR guy as an announcer. <laughs> oh, boys, uh, what, what's going on in town? Not bad, eh? I see the... Um, a troubling thing when an agreement gets passed uh, easier than it should have been. The uh, teachers' union deal. Did you guys catch up? Catch up? Yeah, I just read that this morning here. I saw the uh, yeah, I'd love to see the details on that. Former former school board member uh, who went through a teachers' strike um, voted against a couple of the contracts that the board back in the day passed. I was openly campaigned against by the teachers union when I ran for re-election. And not only did I win, I had the highest vote count in a couple decades. So I, I, uh, I take that stuff pretty seriously. Um, so I'd love to see the details, but 
you know, um, the biggest cost to any school district is salary and benefits. Yes. Okay. I mean, you, you see the buildings and all that and buildings are important. Obviously you gotta have a building for school, but if you, if you drill down into any school district's budget, by far the biggest fund, they have these different funds because, um, Years ago, schools were taking, were robbing building funds to pay for uh, salaries. So they created a dedicated building fund so that school buildings wouldn't fall down on kids. Um, but the education fund, yes, it would be. Um, the education fund um, is by far the biggest fund of any school district. And by far the biggest expense in the education fund is salaries and benefits of your employees. So um, I think I saw five percent pay raise in there. Correct. Um, and if you look at the tax cap law, and I, I did look back, we've had a little discussion about the tax cap law last week. I actually yep. did a little research on it, and the the law says that the tax uh, cannot go up more than the consumer price index or five percent, whichever is less. And currently, the CPI is like seven or eight percent. Thanks, President Biden. Uh, but the uh, so as a result, um, the cap is five percent. So I suppose you could argue that the district is getting the full five percent. Therefore, these employees should get five percent as well to to stay in line. However, um, again, I haven't seen the details of the contract. I don't know the details of the salaries and benefits of the employees like I did when I was on the board. But uh, an issue that I had back in the day with this is, is anyone else in the community getting those kind of raises right now? Who else is getting 5% pay raises? Can you just read the quote? There's a quote in the headline. Make me put my glasses on again. Yeah, just read the quote. It was oh, the, Dorfman's article. Oh, school yeah. board president, John Noble. I did not have to leave or walk out, which I promised to do if it got nasty. Added school added board member Sally Davis, who joined Noble on the school board's negotiating committee. It was surprisingly unpainful. It was always lively, but it was always done in good faith. But the headline, wait, where's the headline? Lake, oh, it was surprisingly unpainful. That's the headline. I went through some very painful negotiation sessions till two. We were there till two in the morning because the kids were out. Kids, I mean, the kids are out of school because there's a strike. I mean, we were. That was tough. And I know they had a strike here 10 years ago. Um, I don't know the details. Obviously, uh, being a, a newcomer, I've heard some stuff from some folks um, sure. about it. It left, some it left a bad Look, anytime teachers go on strike, it leaves a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth. Because yeah, but when you have a deal, a good deal, there's got to be – both sides can't be happy. Both sides can't be surprised. Oh, I thought I was going to be worse than this. That means somebody got taken advantage of somewhere. And you know who Yeah, got, yeah the taxpayers. We did. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's how I read it. So who works? I mean, yeah, exactly. And and here's the, here's the question I have. I get it. The collective bargaining is covered under executive session. That is clear under Illinois law. So I, I fully appreciate that, having sat through these things. And that cuts both ways because- you also have a lot of union activists that would be eavesdropping on all that and putting pressure on you. So I, I get it that the board needs a little bit of space uh, to work on negotiating a contract with its union. That said, 
to then take that contract as again, I, you're talking to the guy that voted against a couple of contracts. And my number one issue was the salaries in the contracts because it was way out of line with what I thought the community could afford. But number two, um, the other issue I had was we need to have, where does the community get input on? This? Um, I get it that you're at a negotiating table and you can't have, you know, thousands of people at that table. You have to have your elected representatives there. But um, what's, how do you know what the community wants? Uh, when it comes to the contract, how do you know what the community wants in terms of salary and benefits? Well, isn't that why we elect school board members? We do, but did they have discussions? I mean, was there? Maybe they did when they ran. Maybe they talked about what they'd like to see in the contract. Because I was very, everyone knew where I stood. Well, I don't uh, think when I was a school board member back in the day. Position you, if like you that. were a voter, you knew where where I stood on on financial issues in the district. So uh, again, I. I get it that you want labor peace. Okay. Wants, I don't think the caucus wants school board members who are coming in with a set agenda. Uh, hey, if I'm uh, if I'm elected to the school board, then I will oppose. Da 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 da. No, uh, no, no. I, I don't think we're doing that, and we're not trying to do that. Uh, no, so I don't think so either. But at the same time, I think the caucus the caucus wants fiscal responsibility because we have yeah. a very good. If you saw the finance presentation well, about at the city council meeting Monday night. There's only about a 5% uh, increase uh, in a time of inflation that says uh, fiscal impropriety. Yeah. So, I mean, let, let's say maybe the contract's a fair contract. I, I Again, let's let's see the contract. Can we, get a can we get a copy of the contract? Because I've certainly looked at my share of teachers' contracts over the years. So um, I'd be curious to see the contract. I'm sure it's a public document now no, that they've approved it. That should be a public um, but look, I, I think the greater issue here is, um, you know, if you're spending all this money, uh, as Parents Care has brought up, uh, are we getting what we're paying for? Number one, but also number two, Lake Forest. One of the one of the calling cards of Lake Forest and why people like this community and and like to live here is we get good value for our tax dollars. We have the lowest taxes of any community in Lake County, but that's because of the municipal government. Municipal government is a, is a far smaller percentage of your property tax bill than the than school, schools. Schools are the, um, but the with three quarters, we yes. talked about them front loading this increase uh, that, that got approved in the referendum. And that is going to be causing a lot of sticker shock to people when they get those tax bills in the mail. Okay, there people. We are not going to be anymore the lowest tax community through no fault of Mayor Tack or anybody in the Lake Forest City Council, but through because of the school districts. And I think, you know, you you have a tale of two governments here. Uh, the city of Lake Forest really, really has its fiscal house in order. I mean. I watched, I happened to be in the audience and I watched, but anybody can watch the finance committee meeting. Uh, Elizabeth um, did a great job with uh, giving a finance report. The, the aldermen asked good questions. I think they're good stewards of our money. All right. And they're, they're, as a result, we get really good services here at a, at a really low cost compared to what some other communities have. Um, and I get it that they have other sources of revenue that school districts don't. They have some sales tax. They have some other stuff. But 
again, Lake Forest is much more dependent on property taxes than a city like Vernon Hills that has tons of re uh, retail. So while Lake Forest isn't exclusively, city of Lake Forest isn't exclusively dependent on property taxes, it is far more dependent on property taxes than many other municipalities. Um, so they have really stepped up and held the line and, and managed money pretty well there. Can you say the same thing about the school district? I'm not so sure. I mean, maybe, you know, again, school board members, Dr. Montgomery, come on the show and, and give us your side because, um, you know, oh, we're going to uh, keep talking about it because it's an issue. But I'm telling you, there is going to be a lot of consternation when people get these tax bills and start to see. It's one thing to say I'm all for the schools and I'm for it's for the children. But when you get that bill, whew, look out. So am I right or am I nitpicking where I see a quote in there that says, wow, I thought it was going to be harder. Why would you say that? I don't know if that was a planned press release or if that was an off-the-cuff interview with Dorfman. Um, so I, I can't answer that. I, I, you never would have had me say that because uh, I, it never it was always painful like, with our union that's back not in the day. Negotiating posture, no. That's uh, you usually <laughs> want to say, oh, oh, they took us, oh, oh, it was so difficult. Uh, yeah, uh, you, you don't usually want to say, oh, that was easy. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I get it. You run for the school board because you care about kids and you love the schools and yeah. you you want the best. And look, I'll be very frank. You know, the, the, the troubles we had with the union back in the day in District 219 when I was on the board caused issues in the district and it, it affected performance and it did affect things. So I can see where you want some labor peace. I mean, you want a happy workforce, right? But these are public employees and these are these are tax dollars. And, you know, at some point, people got to realize that, that there's a reason there is this mass exodus out of Illinois. OK, it, we are we've talked about this before. We pay the highest percentage of family income in in state and local taxes in the country. And not so coincidentally, we have the highest outbound migration rate of any state in the country. So and. Number one with a bullet is property taxes, and number one with a bullet on on your property tax bill is schools. So something needs to be done. Um, maybe, and it, it's bigger than just Lake Forest High School District or any school district. There needs to be a a, a real reexamination of how we fund schools and the way we do it and the way they spend money. We've talked about this before that there one out of every ten school districts in the United States is in the state of Illinois. So there's a lot of administrative overhead being wasted here um, that you don't see in other states. I'm not suggesting we go to a big school district like Chicago Public Schools, which is completely unmanageable. But you see all this money they spend on parking lots and administrators and central office buildings and equipment for the central office buildings and all that stuff. Um, if you had consolidation of these districts, not, not saying close any schools, but consolidation of the district. So you have a super, instead of having five or six superintendents and five or six assistant superintendents and five or six of businessmen, I mean, all, all sorts of jobs that come with having a school district, you have one and one, you could direct some more money of that into classrooms instead of administrative overhead. But two, I think you can give some property tax relief to it. Again, 
why would you say that? Oh, that was easy. I'll just leave it at that. That just that yeah. just be, well, they're that, welcome. Uh, he's welcome. He's, it he's these are the let's movie? let's bear in mind these are amateurs. Okay, uh, the school board members get paid um, zero. Get paid the uh, same as the aldermen, but the aldermen uh, seem to be they, doing better with the money. Uh, <laughs> well, they what, cost us it? more than zero. What's the president's name? Hold on, pardon me, John uh, Noble. Noble. Yeah, President Noble, Member Noble, Mister Noble. Once from one school board member to another, or come on the show. Let's. Talk I, I don't think you're a current school board member. Uh, I'm a former board member. Former. I can I can trade war stories. In fact, I had a very nice conversation with a current District 219 board member because of my letter that I wrote um, yeah, about the uh, Israel yeah. protest, the uh, the peace protest masking as a Hamas rally at Niles North that fortunately got canceled. And I had a very nice conversation with one of the board members, and we actually agreed to get together sometime to trade uh, um, war stories. No, I shouldn't say war stories. Uh, what? We're talking again, about why, board, but... why should we? Why should I care about that again? Care about school boards? You, no. well, you're the one asking about school boards. No, Israel. about Israel. Yeah, just every American should care about Israel because number one, Israel is the only democracy in the Middle East. Um, they are. Uh, we have here in the North Shore. We have strong business partners. I mean, there's a lot of businesses here in Lake Forest in the Lake Forest area that people are employed at. Israel is a is a strong commercial country, and a lot of companies do business. Abbott, AbbVie, all these countries have strong business relationships with with Abbott. And it is not just a quote unquote Jewish issue, because I know the Jewish population is relatively low in Lake Forest. It mm -hmm. is a humanitarian issue at this point. I mean, you, you there's humanitarian many, stuff all over the globe. Why why is this yeah, but, so important? Because it's a, first of all, there's a lot of Americans in Israel. There was over I think like a hundred. Oh, yeah. 21 Americans have died so far yeah. this morning. I mean, and there's a strong there's a strong relationship between U.S. and Israel. If it wasn't for the United States, Israel wouldn't have existed in the first place. Mm -hmm. Right? We have we and and Israel. Let's if you go back into history, not to make this a, a an international podcast here, but if you go back in the history of Israel, Israel was created in the, in the wake of World War II and the Holocaust as a country to be a haven, safe haven, mm -hmm. or for the Jewish people, um, because of what Hitler and and Europe had done to them. So, if there's any place that, that Jews uh, should feel, way, I mean, Jews I'm, should I'm feel safe everywhere. On this, I'm the only Jewish person on this podcast. My so. dad was Jewish, so I'm, I, I'm uh, I, guess, I guess indirectly related to the tribe, hence the name Weiss. That's close. Cool. Um, and people see the the uh, profile with picture with the Israeli flag and think I am, but. But it's it, this is not a Jewish issue, other than no. you know the Jews were wrongfully persecuted for for centuries, and the Holocaust was just about as evil of a thing as you could ever have. I'm um, not saying it's not, but why is this so? I mean, we had well, we hey, got about Aaron, five. You, the reason why it's important um, is because of the inhumanity uh, of this attack by Hamas, which was intended and uh, I think done deliberately uh, to shock uh, people, to treat Jewish people as less than human. Uh, and that is that was, I think, Hamas's goal here uh, to shock and uh, upset uh, the process of peace, which has been ongoing. The uh, Israel and Saudi Arabia, which have been at war for 50 plus years, 70 whatever years now, um, 
uh, are very close, were very close to creating a permanent peace after this. Now, one thing that would do most importantly from Pete's point of view, uh, it would improve the economy in that area immensely if you had free trade between Israel and Saudi Arabia. Uh, it would help uh, that. It would lower the price of gas. It would lower the price of gas. It would do all kinds the president of president would do that. Uh, uh, the, well, I, I, you know, the, I guess we agree we should have a new president. president. I'm not uh, sure who it should be, but. I think it should be uh, Nikki Haley. But Rick, Rick my the, point is, there's atrocities all over created, the world. We, get, we, got, we got 500 uh, dead a year in Chicago. Yeah, and we should do something about that, too. No, that's not very good either. Is no, that the, you that keep, it's a false choice to say we shouldn't no. care about something overseas because something is happening here. We should do something about both, and we can do something about both. Yes. Oh, um, okay, then I agree with that. Then we should... I mean, which, which the, the whole there, there's a whole you know the whole thing of it's not our business. Amount, it, it's a but, fixed amount of money. Who do we take care of first? We. It's never. You can do both. Okay. Uh, but crime, is, crime, crime costs. First of all, we've talked a lot about crime on this show, and we've talked about Eric Reinhardt and Kim Fox mm -hmm. being part of the problem with the crime in Chicago and in Illinois. Um, the problem with crime this, is not that we're underfunding. The, the efforts. Uh, the problem is uh, how we are enforcing the law. It's right. not that we, it's not that we're underfunding the police. Right. I th and I think, you know, there's a whole notion and there's a whole wing of isolationism in both parties. Mm -hmm. But history has shown that that saying, OK, it's not in our country, so it doesn't matter to us. History has shown that that yep. never plays out well. I mean, we tried that in World. We tried to stay out of World War One. We tried to we stay tried out of World War Two. I'm not and saying it got, it got not, far worse because we successful. didn't get in. I'm not I mean, saying I'm Joe Kennedy. Okay. I mean, the nature, the nature of who we are, who the United States is, uh, we have contacts in all of all throughout the world, uh, and our economy is impacted by things that happen throughout the world. There is no point for us to simply say. Uh, hey, well, let's put up, a, let's close the borders and put up walls, uh, and and uh, just be ourselves. There's uh, a lot of people that live in Lake Forest. Works. It's never going to work. We we can't even stop the Venezuelans from coming in. I, like I walk I walk around Lake Forest and I see a lot of people wearing Abvi or Abbott uh, shirts and hats. And my father-in-law is an Abbott retiree. Mm. Uh, Alderman Powers we had on the show works for Abbott. Right. Um, a lot of Abbott. Abbott and AbbVie, AbbVie was a spinoff of Abbott a few years ago. Um, Abbott and AbbVie employ a lot of people in here, around here. Yes. Okay. And they bring in talent from around the world. I've met people from the UK, from Australia. I mean, this is a, and Lake Forest is the place they want to live in because they know how great a community it is. Abbott and AbbVie have a huge financial stake with Israel. Israel is very involved in the tech sector and the pharmaceutical industry and stuff. So it's 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 not just a, a religious issue or uh, it is it is an economic issue, not just for Israel, but for us. I mean, Israel helps our economy uh, immensely with the trade well, there. Well, help oh, me out. Yes. Mm -hmm. help yeah, me out. You don't want to be penny wise. And pe like there's a there's one that uh, there's that one candidate. I can't remember his name now uh, who wants to pull uh, aid to Israel. That no. is so Robert. Uh, that is so. No, well, maybe him too, but 
Yeah, I can't remember his name. The guy, he's he's like, he's, an in, he's of Indian descent. He's running in the Republican primary. Oh, Forgive me that I can't remember his name. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, I, I don't remember. I'm going get, to get nailed on this for not remembering his name. Okay. But he, but... He, he's got the totally wrong. You can't pull aid to Israel. I mean, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. No, the stupidest um, thing you ever heard was given $6 billion in Iran. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that was that. And, so why and Brad Schneider, that? you ask Congressman Schneider. I'm asking you, why do we do well, that? Because people, you know, President Obama signed that deal and uh, as a lame duck president in, I believe, 2015, and then he and then he abstained on the resolution at the UN in the final days of his presidency, condemning the Security Council, condemning Israel. And when if the U.S. had just voted against it, it wouldn't have passed because the U.S. has veto power on the Security Council. But he abstains on a resolution condemning Israel. What a schmuck! Uh, for doing that. Um, but uh, the the uh, the Iran deal was, is, in my opinion, is the worst deal signed since Neville Chamberlain signed a non-aggression pact with Adolf Hitler. How did that work out? Not, Not the true. same as this Iran deal is working out. You you cannot make peace with people trying to kill you. All right. You can't you, we couldn't make peace with Adolf okay. Hitler. You can't make peace with with Iran. I hate to say it. I don't want a war with Iran, no. but because uh, it's going to be terrible. But you know what? The alternative. Look at what's happening. They get they get the six billion dollars in quote unquote humanitarian relief, and they maybe they didn't get the check yet, but they knew they had the funds coming, so that freed up other funds. I mean, we never gave Hitler humanitarian relief for or, or Germany humanitarian relief during World War II. Uh, that would have been insane. FDR so, couldn't get anything going till Pearl Harbor happened. Right. It, it's yeah. It's yes. right. Okay. And because so, we waited so long, the war was worse. If we'd gotten in earlier, the war would have been far less worse, and we would far less people would have died. You you couldn't you couldn't get in Congress. No, I get it. I get okay. it. That's isolation. Look, it, it, same thing with World War One. We didn't get in until they sent the right. uh, what was it the Lusitania. World War One started in 1914, August 1914. We did not get in uh, until I think it's April 1917. Uh, really, almost three years into the war. Uh, and similarly, in World War Two, began September 1, 1939. Uh, we did not get in until December 7, uh, 1941. So we have two years, three we years. We tried later. to screw the hell out of Germany from the first we, World War, and that caused World War Two. And, and so you see like that beautiful it. memorial yeah, in, on yeah, Green Bay Road and Deer Path for our, our veterans. There probably would have been less names on that if we'd gotten into either of those wars sooner. I I mean, seriously, I, I don't like war. All right. No one wants to send someone's no. sons or daughters to war. But war sometimes you have to fight. Yeah, yeah, there is a war in Chicago, a different kind of war. But you're right. There is a war in Chicago. And like I said, it's a false choice if you if anyone says, oh, we need to take care of our people. What's the number one rule there? winning a war? Goodbye. What's the number one rule in winning a war? I didn't know they had rules. Uh, there is a rule. Yeah, you don't go into it unless you know you have overwhelming. You're in defined mission. Right. Yeah. Well, you want to define it. You know, and actually that does bring up a, a good point. Uh, and that is we have this ongoing war in the city of Chicago uh, with all these people getting killed. And I, it's 30 miles from my house. I have no idea who the combatants are, why they are fighting. I don't know the names of the groups. Uh, I, I know really the poor. Very, very little about it. It's the poor uh, and the rich. 
other than other than the the, the death toll, uh, which um, is counted up every weekend uh, in the city of Chicago, and are the same numbers that would um, you'd see out of a war uh, in most places in the world. And yet, I have no idea what the names of these. Uh, obviously, these are. I say it's gang related. I don't know what the names of the gangs are. I don't know which groups they are. I don't know why they're marketing issue because you know what Hamas is. You don't know what the gangs are, so you can't. Well, because well, there's, there's so many different gangs, and they're, they're, they're shooting at I each other. Who, I don't know what the. I, I don't know the names of the gangs. I, I wish I Hamas and Hezbollah were, were shooting at each other right now instead of instead of uh, unifying against uh, innocent Israelis. But um, yeah, I mean, look, the issues in Chicago. Just as look. We, we have communities here in Lake County that have a, 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 a microcosm of what goes on in Chicago. So some of it is economic, okay? And I think we talked about the economics of this state and jobs jobs are going away from Illinois to other places. Well, what's a, I don't think that's got related to- Well, Ronald, Ronald Reagan said- City of Chicago. I mean, yes, that's, that certainly is. The crime is certainly a uh, result of a, and a cause for my, out migration. Um, but that doesn't explain why don't I know? Why don't you know? Why don't, you know, Pete, uh, you know, we, we're all people who follow the news very closely. Uh, we read on these things all the time. Uh, can you name one of the major gangs? Latin uh, kings. Latin, Latin disciples. Uh, disciples. Gay lords. Uh, let's see. Are, are they, just look at any. Just look at any brick wall when you ride the train into the city. Insane unknown. You know, Ronald Ronald Reagan said are, one of my favorite quotes. Ronald Reagan had the best quote of all. He said, "I believe the best social program is a job," and it's true. I really think you know if if there has been a. Uh, uh, you got loss three, of manufacturing jobs. Yeah. There's plenty of jobs available if people True. want to work. People have been conditioned not to work. So getting Wait, that's, that question, is a problem. That you're right. That is a problem. So I so, so I'm getting back to why do I care? What do we care about in Lake Forest? Did you see the Lake Forest? Why do you care about Chicago then? I mean, what, what do you, you Chicago's 30 miles away? You're not likely to get hit by very dependent on Chicago's economy. So you should care Lake about Forest. Chicago. No, I care about Chicago because we're a two train station, right? There's two train stations in town. We also so have we also have a lot of residents who are uh, who live who work in Chicago. Their career is so Chicago. I I happen there's a CFO of a very very big company. I won't say his name or the company's name in Chicago, and they're on the they're on the brink of whether they should stay in Chicago or not. So there's, there's gone. A, lot of, a lot of people are on that break. Yes. They're gone. So uh, I'm just saying this, this does affect Lake Forest. Okay. It's easy to say, oh, it's great for Lake Forest realtors that Chicago is doing bad. No, no, um, no Chicago, are, we are part of the Chicago metropolitan area. A lot of people own businesses or, or are a big part of businesses in Chicago here. Well, people That's who, how people they made their money. Houses in Lake Forest, they're primarily because they're being being brought to Chicago for jobs, and that's why they buy houses in Lake Forest. Uh, the city was formed by the armors. That's fewer buyers of houses in Lake Forest. The armors made their money in Chicago and helped found Lake Forest, or played a big role in the founding of Lake Forest. So this, this city has always had a history of, of relating to Chicago. But so Tying this all and, back in, gentlemen, the Lake Forest survey report the results came out. Oh, survey says. I yeah. think you should remember. Was it remember uh, Richard Dawson on Family Feud? 
Yeah. Survey says. Is that on is that on the, the Lake Forest? It's on the webpage. Uh, they had it up at the council meeting the other night. Um some I'd interesting like takeaways that. from that. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see that. I it's in your email box. But a couple of things that uh city services that are most important to households, parks and trails more than quadruples police services for very important. <laughs> that's not how I answered the survey. Course. <laughs> I, I'm just saying that's clueless. That's Until just... Yeah, we talked to those folks on Green Bay Road. They probably want to change the answer on that survey after what happened to their houses, right? With that, those burglaries. Uh, so that is a, I'd say that's a slight problem. The definition of a conservative is a liberal who's been mugged. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, it's, Look, we're we're very blessed that we live in a pretty safe community, and um, you know, it's. I think a lot of that has to do with the Lake Forest Police do such a great job. I mean, those guys don't mess around, and um, and I mean that in a good way. Um, they uh, so it's. I think people don't. You know, it's kind of like when you uh, when you're a kid and you get the food put on your table, you don't have any concept of how that food got there whether it's the parent making the money to buy it or the farmer uh, growing it, all that stuff, the packager packaging it, all, all that stuff. Nobody appreciates it. Just, they just have the food. Right. And so I think we have still, this is still a very safe community. We've had some unfortunate incidents and I think we need to, uh, we need a different state's attorney. Um, that's why we have, have had Mary Cole on, even though Mr. Reinhardt's welcome to come on and give his point of view, but we've been, I think we've been pretty clear on here that, um, that uh, Reinhardt is just simply a, a Lake County uh, copycat of Kim Fox. Um, and, and you can see how, how Kim Fox plays in Lake Forest based on the April mayoral election. But the um, y you're right that people, so parks is something is, but it's a great, it is part of the quality of life having a, have nice parks and stuff. Sure. I answered, I answered public safety more, but that's because I've worked with public safety people over the years and, I know what happens when you don't have good public safety. So I'm not surprised um, people value and want uh, the, the trails uh, because Lake Forest is a good walking community. I love the trails. Uh, I yeah. walk the trails. trails man. Right. I've lost 25 pounds in yeah, part because of the trails. Yeah. The trails, like the the trails more than the coppers? No. <laughs> I, but again, Pete, it's a false choice. You, yeah, that's you, not, you that's not a real choice. You can yeah. do both. Yeah, you we can have, have good. We can have good police and, and good trails. trails. Yes. You don't have to do one or the other. And and the city is doing that, in my opinion, mm -hmm. in a way that is very fiscally responsible. I mean that you can. That is a lot of school board people and a lot of uh, people in government make give you this false choice of if we don't raise taxes, we have to cut vital services. Um, and that's just not true. I mean, you, what, if you manage asks, your priorities, what's your first and second, third choice, what's most important to you? And I'm just I, saying, I answered public safety when I got the survey. That said, um, do you, do you, I don't think any alderman is going to take that and say, "Oh, we can cut, cut police funds to at the." Uh, no, that's how and give it to the, the parks. people are that live here. Right. I I don't know. I don't know if I like the question. Of where you rank stuff, I, I I don't know if I like the premise of that. I understand why the survey guys spoke at the meeting and gave yeah, a really why nice were there presentation. So many questions, questions in the survey. Yeah, 
Well, what, what, what would I, 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 I took a while to fill it out, but that's no, okay. That's fine. You know, sometimes you ask the same question a couple different ways and you get a, a somewhat different answer. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of times these surveys and this one included, uh, had plenty of questions where they were kind of loaded, uh, that you could tell which, you know, who, what they expected uh, to, to the answer to be. Uh, and sometimes you ask the same question a different way, you get a different answer, and uh, that tells you something. Then it asks, how do you get your uh, how do you get your local news? And uh, kind of funny, they had podcasts in there. I checked it. <laughs> <laughs> I get all my news from the Lake Forest podcast. <laughs> they had a, it was interesting. They had a twenty percent return rate on the survey is what I, I think yeah, I heard the other great. night. That's great. That's huge. That's, that's, that's huge. very huge for, for yeah. things like this, um, which is unfortunate. You wish everybody would be engaged, but look. I didn't look finish it. Uh, you get 20% back. That's all. That's a lot. Maybe yes. you maybe you have ADD. I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe I do. Maybe. <laughs> but, but, but you're relying on this stuff on somebody's point of view once a <laughs> Yeah, you yes, it, that's fair. Look, I, I think every every alderman needs to take it with a grain of salt. Okay, it's a, it it's an important thing. I think if you did no surveys and you just came to every meeting determined to do what you're going to do, that's not the way you should be doing things. Um, at the same time, you don't want somebody uh, a politician who's completely driven by polls and never makes any decisions. So there's a happy medium in here. Well, here, so I think question, you, you question, take those and you you work question, it into workshops and all sorts. Question of number seven: Importance of each of the following when choosing to live in Lake Forest. Overall safety, ninety-five percent. How does that? If you're going to choose to live in Lake Forest because of the safety, and yet you don't, the the police aren't important to me. That it doesn't make sense. You're right. It doesn't. Okay. But I, I, I don't think any alderman is going to say, you know what, we can cut police funds. because I'm not that. talking about alderman. I'm talking about us. I'm talking about guys sitting in the bar reading this thing yeah. that took, you know. Uh, how often do you shop That's or dine in the city? Okay. I'm looking at these results, though. I mean, okay, parks and trails, yeah, uh, most important, 59%. That's I, I'm a little surprised by that, but that's... Hey, open lands is a big the thing. Two I think it's a great thing fire, for Number community. two is fire and emergency medical services. Uh, which is 56%, almost the same amount. Uh, and then you got the police um, as police services as being 37% said that's the most important. Well, you know, um, is is that really surprising? I mean, Lake Forest, uh, we don't have a lot of crime problems, fortunately. Uh, and, the you know, the police are, are uh, either they're doing a great job um, or... Uh, they don't have that much to do uh, either way. Uh, but the the fact that 37%, this number it was the third highest total, um, I don't think that means that people First don't point. value the police. I, I, view that, I view that question as asking, as asking a parent who their favorite kid is. You know, I mean, you're you know, I, I, they're all You're going to choose a park over a cop? It says first choice, Rick. What does it say for first oh. choice? It says it, it's like antics with semantics here, but yeah, you know, fifty nine percent said the, the, the that was their highest um, uh, satisfaction. Under they had at the at Lake Forest one hundred and one, which I urge everyone to go to next time they offer it. They had one of the workshops 
was uh, a budgeting workshop and uh, the, Elizabeth gave a great presentation, uh, but they, uh, uh, they had a thing where they gave you like stickers and you went around and you had a certain number of stickers and they had different priorities on the wall, you know, like pieces of white paper. And you had to figure out where you put your stickers or your stars. I forgot exactly how we did it. Oh, yeah. Um, so you had to sit and make those decisions. And as as someone that sat and done budgets, uh, both for municipal and school districts, you do sit through these workshops. You do sit and you do have to realize, hey, we have a finite amount of resources. So where do oh. we spend it? And and one of the wraps on, I think it's great that we don't have an elected park board I, or an elected library board. I think it's great that that's part of the city because I think it's crazy that we have these park district elections in, in Lake yeah. Bluff and other villages. Yeah. Um, but um, the, the, the negative to that is um, if you have a separate park district, parks is their only priority, right? So they, they go to the max on it, whereas when it's part of the city, Parks is competing with everything else in the um, in the city budget for funds, and that can be that can be true. Yeah. But I think the parks here are really nice. I mean, uh, to, and I think, well, like are. I said, I think the I think the cops are great here. I think the firemen are great here. I think we can have all three. I don't I, look on the my point is if, if, you, if you held a gun to my head, no pun intended, but if you held a gun to my head and said, "Make me choose," I'm going to choose police and fire, of course, because that's life safety. But, look on the but I don't side. have to make that choice. The development process got four <laughs> percent. Big surprise. So, but, know, that's like, mark, but that's you know, where the but that's where your revenue comes. Side, the whole development process, uh, which we have often focused on, uh, that only, that was important to only four percent of the responders. But but, <laughs> but if you do but if you do development right, you get more funds to pay for the parks and the police and the fire department, <laughs> right? I mean, go to go to question twenty three. <laughs> satisfaction with city facilities. Forest Park Beach, 73%. Randy Tech, you know why? Because we put booze there. <laughs> I'll drink to that. This there isn't booze. Go. This isn't booze. This is water, just for the record. Okay, okay. good. I'm not gonna, I don't want you, I don't want you podcasting uh, while drinking, you know. Yeah, no. You know, especially during the work day, because I have to go back to work as soon as we're done. <laughs> that would be bad. Only only when we do the live shows at Duffers. Just coffee, coffee for me. Only, <laughs> only the live shows. Yes, ninety-three percent of the populate or the survey responders visited a park. Seventy percent attended a city-sponsored special event. That's pretty good. Well, that's what they 70%? say. Seventy percent. I mean, look, people, people are people probably live. They feel guilty, like, yeah, I attended one. Yeah, I don't know. Judge by what they do, not by what they say. Utilize the city athletic fields, 50%. Participated in a city recreation program or class, 41%. What are the needs for older adults in the community right now? Uh, there you go. Here, here you go, guys. Mr. Lesser. Yeah, yeah, Lesser, why don't you take that as your <laughs> city of Arizona? Used to get news and information about city programs. 8% um, get their, uh, their information from radio or podcasts. <laughs> I checked the podcast box. Yeah, I, 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 I checked sure. the podcast box too. There's okay. There was the eight percent. Joe and I. It's true though. Before I, even before I came on the show, I I I would watch the podcast every week to get information because there is the, there's yeah, no local news anymore. There are exactly, and, and I do notice on here. I'll see. I'm looking for newspaper. Um, did you like blue? No. Um, no. 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 Yeah, 
I mean, they don't they really have any sense. List newspaper on the on the answers. Oh, here you go. Local newspapers. Yeah. Okay, forty percent. Local newspapers um, are sixty percent say they don't get them from a local newspaper. That that used to be. I'm sure that was much closer to a hundred percent. If you'd asked that same question twenty years ago, internet killed the uh, uh, local yeah. news business. Internet, it's social, it social media out. Um, uh, social media is as the source for news. Um, is do, do, do. Oh, that's the city social media pages. There you go. Word of mouth, which I think is social media, probably Facebook, uh, is 72%, 67%. Referrals. Somebody's at your door. Question 27, recreation. Yeah, I got, 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 nothing but water problems. This is, this is the story of Rick's life, you know? I always have water problems. See, if you had the Lake Forest Public Works Department, you wouldn't have these water problems there here you in Arizona. Know, that's what I <laughs> Recreation programs that are most important to households, community events, first mm -hmm. choice. Outdoor concerts. All right. Who doesn't love an outdoor concert? Well, I've, I've, yeah, I've gone to them. I'm waiting for uh, Heart of Glass to do an outdoor concert in Lake Forest. Yeah, October 28th in Schaumburg, Illinois. Yeah, Schaumburg's too far. Come on now. Nothing's too <laughs> far for this genius. What respondents feel are the greatest service needs for young adults in a community right now? Mental health support, 60%. Thank you. And at the bottom, Amen. the bottom of the list is educational programs. Let's see. What is your age? Okay. 35, 44 is 18%. 45, 54 is 20. 18, Me. 4, 15. For a few more months. 65 and up is 27%. 55, 64, 20%. Okay, interesting. So this is an old, this community skews a little old? Uh, well, I thought it would skew a lot because it's like 64 years. Well, maybe a lot of the older people didn't couldn't answer the survey. <laughs> Uh, Did they the, pass it around at Lake Forest Place? Wasn't the survey? The survey was in paper. It was paper form, so you could do it. How many years have you lived in the city of Lake Forest? Twenty-five <laughs> percent have lived here over thirty-one years. Twenty-two yeah. percent five those years are, or less. Yeah, those are the new people. Me? Wow, I'm that's us. Well, I'm getting on five. I'm getting six to ten Ooh. is twelve. So you got half. Half items time. items that have the largest impact on your decision to stay in Lake Forest. Number one, lower taxes than near in nearby cities. <laughs> yeah, let's see how that answer uh, comes out in a few years if the if the school district keeps uh, taxing to the max. Yeah, overall safety is uh, is next on it, uh, and then quality of city services. Well, that's all pretty good. Schools is next on the list. Uh, although you know a lot of the areas around us have. Better rated schools than Lake Forest does. Well, not around, I should say, but to the south of us. So it's nice they were spouting out all these numbers. If you scroll down in the report, mm -hmm. our goal of bringing this up on the show is not really to give you all these facts, it's for you to whet your appetite to go in and look at this report and see what's going on. Yeah, it's, it's right on the webpage. Important. Very transparent. It's important report. Yeah, I got it. I got it on my, on my little mobile uh, device here. To, uh, yeah, the Lake Forest. You can uh, now. Go, go, to, now. Go, go to page 44 because then you get benchmarking data to see how oh, we compare. Hold on, hold on here. 
Um, you know, communities that have a income over hundred grand, which would make sense. I don't recommend anyone print this out. It's two hundred thirty-two pages. Would you say forty-four? Forty. I think page forty-three, forty-four. You have benchmarks. They benchmark against communities that are over a hundred grand. I think there's other ways that you could uh, benchmark it, but that's unmet needs mm. for recreation programs, adult athletic programs. I don't know why they would say that. Softball leagues. Uh, well, that, we've got turf now. Play some adult softball. So basically, you have all this data, and that's a beautiful thing about data. What do you do with it now? Well, I think they talked about that in the meeting, and this company does facilitate um, uh, the use of that in workshops with your staff, with your aldermen. Um, so, you know, I think they'll make some decisions over so the I years. Missed, and, so I missed the city council meeting. Is this what they went over in there? This was a big part of the council meeting, yes. Any any other tidbits that I want to go in and check out of the survey? No, in the, or city the council, council meeting, meeting in general. Yeah. Well, in general. I spoke. I spoke at the city council meeting. Did you really? Not about the survey. Yes. What did you say? Would anybody like to address the city council? Anybody other than Mr. Weiss? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Please state your name and address. Good evening, Mr. Mayor Tack and uh, members of the council. I'm Joe Weiss. I reside at 1360 Middle Fork Drive, which um, you can tell by that address. I'm even closer to Eloa than Alderman Goshgarian. I'm probably the second closest house in the entire city um, to, to Eloa. So uh, no, no one is probably impacted more by anything that happens at Eloa than, uh, than me and my family. So, but we, I wanted to come here tonight to uh, reiterate the support that I gave at the zoning board uh, meeting in favor of this. Uh, I believe you have the testimony as part of the record, so I won't rehash everything there. But I just want to want to state what a wonderful asset Eloa is to our community. It is a big part of the reason that 14 months ago my family chose to move here and to move to that house on Middle Fork Drive. I, I can't tell you every morning looking out and seeing a farm across the street from me. And I tell my coworkers this, I put it on Zoom <laughs> behind me. They, they, they think I'm in a rural area. And I'm like, no, I'm in Lake Forest, Lake Forest. Um, but uh, Eloa has, and I know there were issues in the past that, the, that neighbors had, and I, I, but that is the past. Um, Laura has done a terrific job uh, being not just a leader, but a listener to the to all the neighbors and I think uh, an important point to note is that before uh, uh, this came to the zoning board uh, there was the Eloa hosted a meeting um, in the subdivision it, with the homeowners and of the 70 or so 70 plus houses that are in the subdivision only five uh, residents showed up so I, I take that as a uh, you know the the silent majority uh, very much in support of this. We really look forward to, there's, there's not a lot of play, you gotta get into a car if you wanna go get a bite to eat somewhere where we live. So it'd be great to have this market here uh, nearby, really looking forward to that. Uh, it's not a 24 hour McDonald's or a 7-Eleven. This is something that I think is gonna be very, fit very well into the neighborhood. And I think most people in the neighborhood are gonna really enjoy it. 
Um, the traffic, I know people have addressed the traffic issue, but you know, th there's only so many hours in the day of, the, of any type of traffic being there, and it's really manageable. We all have driveways, we all have garages. Um, I know a couple times it gets a little, for an hour on a Saturday morning, it gets a little tight, but that goes away very quickly, and, and I think it's just a wonderful, wonderful thing to have. So we really, I just wanna uh, state to the council and, and to all of you that uh, me and my family, we support this project 100%. Thank you. Thank you very much. Are there other comments? Okay. Seeing that there are none. Uh I spoke on behalf of the Eloa Farm proposal, which was the only item of new business. Um, oh, really? As a, as a neighbor of Eloa, I fully support um, the proposal that they have to expand. It's not expanding weddings. Everyone thinks that that's all Eloa wants to do is have more weddings, and that is not true. So um, they have why, a whole... Why are you for it? Why am I for it? Because I think it'll, it'll enhance the neighborhood and enhance the city. I think it's going to bring a, a, a mark. I think Eloa is a real jewel for this city. It's part of why I moved here, that I uh, uh, live by a farm. Uh, not too many people can say that, living in the Chicago area. Um, it is. Uh, it, this allows them to bring a revenue stream in to help facilitate uh, some of the stuff there uh, with the... Uh, uh, sunsetting of the Wildlife Discovery Center. It allows them to utilize that space for other things um, and still have some wildlife for the kids because I think they every week they have at least one little kid show up kind of sad because um, all the pets are gone. So they're going to have some wildlife. It's been approved. I can't remember the exact types of animals. I mean, nothing exotic or, or crazy. Uh, Alderman Gosgarian lives near uh, Ella as well. So I think he's pretty cool with uh, with this. Um, like I said, it was, it was the unanimous vote, seven nothing. Um, uh, but uh, I know anybody, there had anybody been against seven nothing. So no. Oh, any residents? No, yeah. I'm the only resident that spoke. So there were a couple residents at the. I spoke at the zoning board meeting a few a couple months ago when this was at zoning, and um, there were a couple of neighbors concerned about uh, traffic that the additional traffic that the market and stuff would bring in. And without getting in all the details, I live about as close to Eloa as anyone. So no one's more impacted than me um, than about anything at Eloa. And I, I'm not bothered by the traffic. I mean, yeah, on Saturday mornings, there are, there can be on a few market days, uh, cars parked on our street, but we have a driveway, we have a garage. It doesn't affect um us and um you know just a few hours it's not like there's parties going on at three in the morning or anything and in fact there's more i'm there's more noise from the trains which we i can actually in the winter time i can see the trains uh from from middle fork but uh, uh i can hear them year round but i know that they've been there since 1865 so i just deal with it i, I can hear noise from the tri-state i can hear noise from 41 i can hear noise from waukegan road i mean i'm i there's you know uh, there's some traffic for a few hours a week at Ottawa. big deal so what i think it's it's really nice i think it's nice that they have all these programs for kids and these school field trips during the day um there used to be a resident that was upset about that and they're no longer here 
Uh, and I think it's, I think it's really good. And I'm looking forward to having a market where you can just go walk and grab a bite to eat. You can have a, I think they're going to have a glad, uh, light alcohol. So Pete, you can come over and you, you wanted booze at the beach. Well, there's going to be booze at, uh, at Eloa in a tasteful way. Um, so, um, you know, come on by, we'll, uh, we'll grab, uh, we'll, you know, you can, why would uh, I go by Eloa to have a drink? Well, maybe you shouldn't, but <laughs> we'll get you an Uber ride home afterwards. But <laughs> the, uh, um, but I think it's something nice for the neighborhood, you know. All right, I, fair I, enough. I, and I and I think it's good for the city, not just the neighborhood. I think it's good for it's a good well, thing for the city, and it, it keeps it keeps the I think the the it keeps the uh, um, if you bring in these alternate revenue streams, it helps pay for all that. So you're not as dependent for that. I'm for that, baby. Uh, last thing, we'll wrap up. Uh, how's the homeless situation in town? I don't know. You know, you mentioned last week that um, that one individual got arrested, and I was trying to find that on the blotter. Did we see it's, that, or I don't, don't know. know? Somebody, somebody sent me. Well, I cannot confirm nor deny. All right, well, we have to check the blotter on Lake Forest now. Right. Uh, which is, I believe, one of the most clicked-on features of Lake Forest now. Um, but the <laughs> so who doesn't, or yeah, but uh, the um, uh, you know, I the weather's changing. So does that affect I, that's, all this? I, that's what I was asking, and and I and I chilly out will suffice. Winter is coming. Uh, the scouts—they've lost two games in a row, or something like that. Yeah, and they're going to have a no game. No points. Is it no points? I, forgive me, I don't have the scores in I front just, of me. I, I've been out of touch. You know what I mean? I've yeah. been out. Been in we were out in uh, Pelosi land last week. Everybody was saying we got to get Pete like a, a a tripod or something when he goes on vacation, so he's not like out in the wind I'm, like that. I mean, we we had a nice glance of your hair there blowing in the wind. It that's very, fine. Uh, that's what that's what that's sorry my scouts the scouts play i think by the time the show airs the scouts will have played and i think my understanding is they need to win this game to um well they need six wins uh, to get in the playoffs that's playoffs um they got zero against warren Ooh, they got zero warren's a big team right warren's the best team so they got two shutouts in a row so they are four and four overall. They are three and three in the conference as of the airing of this show. They will play on Friday night. So this show drops Saturday morning. So everyone will know whether they beat Mundelein or not Friday night. Unless you're that's a the last, that's the last uh, regular season game. Your Patreon supporter, you get this. So, so, so they are not going to be able to get the six wins that they need in order to make the playoffs. Interesting. Just saying. Uh, anything else, gentlemen? How's the basketball team looking? We need somebody on for basketball now. Well, let's uh, we'll get Johnny Kerr back on. And does he do basketball too? Uh, no, but he he knows more than uh, the three of us combined. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's right. not hard. That's not good. Right? <laughs> that's that's as little as I know about football, I know even less about basketball. So, uh, baseball well, but, is my sport, but uh, how are your bears do baseball guy too? Yeah. The Bears, oh the Bears! Back to- God, oh yeah. my God, it is it is so bad. Okay, let's yeah, let's get into that because that's it, the Bears. 
uh, every year, year after year, uh, the problems are obviously starting at the very top. Uh, McCaskies are their whole family, the whole thing is all about owning a football team. And they are the first professed people to know nothing about owning a football team. Uh, and yet that doesn't stop them from owning this football team and destroying it every year. Why is it we are always so bad, the Bears? You know, when you look back at the last 10 years, it's been incredible how unsuccessful this team has been. They've hired general manager after general manager. Um, uh, uh, my my uh, apologies, by the way, I misidentified. We can, ca- we can copy and record what you said the last time. What's yeah, new exactly. now? Is Justin Fields? Justin is Fields is out. How long is Fields out for? I know he was out of the game. Is at least out? a week. Maybe, it may be two. Maybe a blessing in like, disguise. I mean, this like new guy. Uh, we the were starting to look. Division two. Holy. Yeah, but he was starting to do good, and then he threw that interception. For a second, I thought we had a, you know, a, a start. It's kind of like Tom Brady coming off the bench when yeah. uh, Drew um, Brock, what's his Brock name? Purdy is already the, the new Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. but oh. um, So Fields got a dislocated thumb on his throwing hand. So yeah. not that he throws that well, but. <laughs> he can run. Maybe make him a running back yeah, maybe or a runner, receiver yeah. or something. I, I want to like Justin Fields. I, I when I see interviews with him, I like his personality yeah. and mm-hmm. and all that. It's just I just don't know if that scramble type quarterback works um for for well, a team like this. The Bears, certainly the Bears coaching staff does not know how to use him if they right. does. I mean, that's well, remember they inherited hard. him from uh, the old uh, Matt and yeah. uh, Ryan show. Uh, yes, Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace. Yep. Um, so I don't know. I mean, okay. he's a legacy. Yeah. I mean, they, they got more draft picks coming, right? So the, it mm-hmm. takes time to build a team. Um, you know, uh, the '85 Bears didn't years. get built overnight. Nope. Um, so I don't know. You know, Ditka. I think I told this story before, but when Ditka became the head coach, and today, Wednesday, when we take the show, is, is Mike Ditka's 84th birthday. So happy, happy birthday, birthday to the coach. The coach. Um, still, unfortunately, the only Super Bowl winning coach for, in the city of Chicago. So, yes. Um, but when Ditka became the coach of the Bears, he met with the team in the locker room. I thought I think this is in like 83. Hallis never won a Super Bowl. He won NFL championship. Championship. Super Bowl. Same thing. All right. But um, I like to say Super Bowl because I like to put Ditka on a pedestal because and, I, and I love the coach. Like, frankly, nobody cares about pre-Super Bowl championships. Yeah. 60, have you ever seen the 63 trophy? It looks like a high school um, no, I have championship. No. I've seen it. They had it at the Bears' con- uh, 100th anniversary convention in, uh, in Rosemont. I'll, I'll send you a picture. You can put it up on the show. But um, yeah. It looks like a high school. It, it looks like a. Tr- it actually was the NFL didn't even make a trophy for him. It was made by the city of Chicago. So the first mayor Daly had a trophy made to give it to him, and it looks like something that a high school uh, team would get when they won like the conference championship. I mean, it's yeah, it's not <laughs> compared to that 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 really cool Super Bowl trophy. Oh, Super Bowl, hand. Oh, yes, right. Which is which is which is really but, cool. The Vince Lombardi. But back to Ditka, when he met with the team in, I think, 82, when he became the coach, um, he said, I got good news and bad news, guys. The good news is we're going to win a Super Bowl. The bad news is most of you won't be here to see it. (laughs) 
Yeah. So I think there's well, going to be Deion Sanders uh, primetime approach as well. <laughs> yeah. Any, any Don't blow point. a 29 point lead like Dion did. But... Hey, did you see Travis Kelsey in town with uh, Taylor Swift at Prue Bidler's headquarters? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I saw an AI drawing of it. No. <laughs> That wasn't even AI. That was bad Canva work. <laughs> All right. Like they put <laughs> Lake Forest Bookstore. God bless you. God bless you. Yeah. You know, don't bring the poor bookstore into this. Come on. What do you mean the poor bookstore? The woke store? Yeah, the woke store. Is it woke? Are they? Do oh they, my are God. They, it's probably it's awfully woke there. Yes. That's, that's it's probably owned by a person that wants everybody's money. You know, it's like uh, it's like Whole Foods gets all these liberal customers, and the guy who owns it is a real conservative, or was till he sold it to Amazon. Yeah, um, I think uh, there's some other examples too, where you get these businesses that are patronized generally by left leaning or liberal people, and the owner is very conservative, and he's like, "Thank you for your money." That's not the case in this. this all right, I, I, I don't know. I'm just saying. Know. So it just okay. it's just funny. No, the, there's any bookstore left at this point. And it's amazing. You're absolutely right. Uh, they talk about a, an industry that has fallen on hard times. Uh, book sales certainly would be on that list. Rox and Brentano's was the Gone, place back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Uh, there's still Barnes and Noble is still around occasional places. But Barely. Uh, thank God for Jeff Bezos. on. Rick and Joe, thank you for another riveting podcast. I'm sure we'll break the internet once again. Go Scouts, go Bears. Yes. Go Scouts, go Bears. Go Bulls, go Blackhawks. What else we got to rip for here? Uh, the Sky. Um, the, the Sky, the, sure. The yeah. Fire. Uh, fire. <laughs> fire. And, yeah. how, about, how about my cubbies? <laughs> No we Cubs and Sox in the winter meetings. To get the, the end of the teams. season was a disappointment, but but what? the team was vastly improved over last year. Uh, there is we are like one good reliever away from making the playoffs. We were this year one one good reliever. We would have been there. Uh, so uh, yeah, I, I'm optimistic about the future of the Cubs. I don't know what's more difficult than I. I was a Republican growing up in Cook County, or that I was a White Sox fan growing up in the northern suburbs. But that's um, tough. That's, they, that's <laughs> I, I have to, as like 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 Stu Walker, I'm a Sox fan, but uh, uh, I will tip my cap to the Ricketts. I do think they. Uh, okay. I would I would rather be part of the Cubs organization right now than the White Sox organization. I think the White Sox. Uh, are in some serious, they, uh, they're competing with the Bears for the worst run organization. Joe, why is it their pay equity? The best thing that ever happened to Reinsdorf is it makes people forget about Reinsdorf. They're just more, they're more angry at the oh, yeah. they are about uh, at Reinsdorf. Jay, yeah, Reinsdorf's got seven titles, six for the Bulls and one with the Sox. Mm-hmm. Yes. So why, why isn't there pay equity in the WNBA and the NBA? Market forces. Nobody goes to the games, that's why. Yeah. See you later. Market forces. (laughs) The Lake Forest Podcast is supported by viewers, listeners, and businesses just like you. Looking for the best pool supplies? Look no further than Doheny's Pool Supplies. With a history dating back to 1967, this family-owned business offers everything families need to keep their pools clean and sparkling from chemicals to equipment. Plus, customers enjoy free shipping on all orders. Visit Doheny's Pool Supplies today at Doheny.com, D-O-H-E-N-Y.com to learn more. 
Forest Bluff real estate team serves Illinois, Wisconsin, Lake Forest, and Lake Bluff. John Josephitis, Laura Lee Van Fleet, and of course, Michelle Parnell. Get a free market analysis now at forestbluffrealestate.com. For the best cannabis in the world, look no further than Iliad Epic Grow. Owned by Lake Bluff's own Rich Ruzich, they are a cannabis cultivation center focusing on hard-to-find small batch products that will delight both the occasional user and Gangier. When visiting Michigan, ask for it by name, Epic Products, Exceptional Process. For more information, email info at iliadgrow.com. Havy Communications has been helping first responders arrive safely since 1983. It's owned by Lake Forest own Mike Havy. Check them out at havycommunications.com. We'd also like to say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters, Otto, John C., Helen, and Herrick. 